Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update, the UAE announced 1,146 new cases of coronavirus, one death and 668 recoveries. There were over 85,000 tests carried out. Globally, there have now been over 50.8 million cases so far. Top scientists have reacted positively to early results from drug firms Pfizer and BioNTech that suggest their coronavirus vaccine is more than 90% effective. The findings yet to be peer-reviewed appear to exceed expectations, with reports suggesting that experts thought vaccines would be near to 60-70% to effective. The data comes from Phase 3 clinical trials that are continuing, and further results are expected later this month. ADNOC will explore the potential of new fuels such as hydrogen as it moves to reduce its carbon intensity over the next decade. Dr. Sultan Al-Jabbar, ADNOC Group Chief Executive and Minister for Industry and Advanced Technology, spoke at the annual Abu Dhabi International Petroleum Exhibition and Conference. He said, We all have a role to play and we, as an industry, can do more on climate change. The company plans to expand its carbon capture program to store about 5 million tonnes of carbon dioxide annually. Big oil companies have pledged to reduce their carbon footprint this year amid a change in narrative in the fossil fuel industry prompted by coronavirus-induced restrictions. The COVID-19 outbreak could signal the end of rush-hour gridlock in Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Global GPS provider TomTom found flexible working hours already rolled out in Dubai government offices could leave the days of bumper-to-bumper traffic jams in the past. Jonathan Americo from the Amsterdam-based tech firm said, It's difficult to say for sure, but more flexibility in the workplace means we could be seeing the end of the typical rush hour congestion. Data has shown that the level of traffic in both Emirates has reduced significantly compared to this time last year, prior to the outbreak. A mother has spoken of her joy after being reunited with her son with the help of Dubai police. Rose Hu from Malaysia met her nine-year-old boy at the headquarters of Dubai police on Monday after two years apart. She last saw him in December 2018 when his father brought him to Dubai. Miss Hu's ex-husband took the boy out of their home country in Malaysia on the pretext of a holiday but stopped responding to her messages after he reached the UAE. Earlier this year, she won a custody case and Dubai Personal Status Court ordered her ex-husband to hand the child to his mother but the man disappeared after the court issued its verdict. Dubai police searched for and eventually found the boy. Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan said he signed a deal with the leaders of Azerbaijan and Russia to end the conflict over Nagorno-Karabakh on Tuesday morning. The declaration followed six weeks of heavy fighting and advancement by Azerbaijan's forces. Nagorno-Karabakh is in Azerbaijan but has been under control of ethnic Armenian forces backed by Armenia. Russian state agencies confirmed the news. There was no official immediate reaction from Baku. Now over to Jason Von Berg for what's trending. Overnight, US President Donald Trump continued to express his views on alleged voter fraud involved in last week's American elections. In a series of tweets posted, Trump also said that there were several key states still within his reach. Furthermore, in a media briefing, Trump's White House press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, made some strong statements accusing the Democrats of welcoming voter fraud. You can see that video on our Twitter page. Today is a big day in the world of cricket. The IPL final between the Mumbai Indians and Delhi Capitals will take place in a closed venue in Dubai. Rohit Sharma's team are aiming for their fifth title since 2013, and some 200 million people from around the world are expected to tune in to watch the action. If you're one of them, you can join the conversation by using the hashtag IPLFinal. 
In a video posted on social media, Sheikh Hamdan yesterday called on Dubai residents to hop on their bicycles this month. This is part of the drive to make the Emirate more cycling-friendly and as part of this year's Dubai Fitness Challenge. The Crown Prince is also calling on residents to register for the Dubai Ride on the 20th of November. For all the details on that, you can visit DubaiRide.com. That's it for today's update. For more audio content, head to the podcast section of thenationalnews.com.